Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Okay, podcast starts now. Okay, oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. You are listening to Stradio Lab, the first podcast to be recorded in quarantine. George, how are we feeling? I'm I'm fine. Oh, fine. I I like I had a meeting today at 1 p.m. that I was supposed to do things for and then I woke up and then it was canceled and then I was like, "Well, snow day." <laughs> And truly did like nothing all day. Um, and I feel incredible about it. Well, that's great. I think, uh, you know, this is the time when canceling things is so essential. That's a kind of cancel culture I'm into. <laughs> yeah. Stop canceling people. Start canceling meetings, huh? Start canceling <laughs> meetings. <laughs> this is something I've always been saying. If we can just cancel all the meetings, we don't need to cancel the people. <laughs> oh, Yes um well i have a huge announcement actually i i know what it is but i want you to say it i this week for the very first time in my life watched i now pronounce you chuck and larry okay already though i this is a lie no no it's not a lie what's a lie about it did you finish the film well yeah i've i watched part two last night oh <gasps> <laughs> I of course cut it into two parts. It's... Well, yeah, you have to. It's like Titanic. <laughs> yeah, um, and I finished it last night. I mean, given the the 
the reality that we all know that this is a bad movie. It is a bad mm. movie, right? Oh, God. Yeah, here it comes. That being said, this movie's I'm enraptured. I was loving it the whole time. I couldn't get enough of this film. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's bad. No, it's not a good movie. It's offensive. It's It's bad. But kind of interesting there is a world in which this movie is good uh-huh okay say more <laughs> i think so i'm sure if anyone's listening to this they've watched chuck and larry multiple times by now because they've been hearing and about if you it. haven't then turn this off right this second and go watch <laughs> i now pronounce you chuck and larry okay streaming now on netflix there's something about it like it's kind of like if they had the whole thing is that they're like building up to this kiss and they're like always like afraid to kiss and it's like they're like being really homophobic about this kiss and then okay, at the very board <laughs> and it's like hot the tension's building i'm loving it i'm turned on and then at the very end the climactic court scene they start to go in for the kiss and they're interrupted by dan Aykroyd, who's like they're not actually gay and i feel that if so that, they never kiss they never kiss and if they had kissed at that scene this movie would be good that's absolutely psychotic to say. <laughs> so, where does Jessica Biel fit in? Um, what do you? In what sense? Like, what is her role? She's the lawyer that she. She's the lawyer that is representing them because they're being investigated for not seeming gay. Well, you know what? I think casting Jessica Biel as a lawyer is progressive. And she was good. You know, sometimes you're like, why are, why, she's one of those people where I'm like, why are you famous? Like, you're just mm. a person. You could be literally any person. And then. You're in- right, though, that she's surprisingly a good actress. Like, she I remember watching um, The Sinner, that show that she was on, which I no one else watched. And I have to say, she was very good in it. And then she was also very good at, oh, no, that was Kate Beckinsale. But Kate Beckinsale, also surprisingly good. Justice for Kate Beckinsale. Maybe she'll and... be in the reboot of I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, starring, um, you know, the, all three boys in Cumbtown. <laughs> oh, man. That is something I would watch in a second. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, well, so, all right. So we're giving it a B plus. Yeah, I think it, it passed the uh, Stradiolab test of, yes, it's bad. But that, with that being understood, it's kind of good. That is a straight lab test, yeah. Well, I will not be watching it, but I absolutely celebrate it. Um, I'm I'm really, you know, I, I'm happy you finally watched it. I was really shocked last week when you admitted that you'd never seen it, despite talking about it 24-7. Yeah. And, you know, it, they don't have sex. And, of course, mm-hmm. we know I, I watched yeah. it because I wanted to see if potentially they had sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is there is implied that Adam Sandler had sex with someone else while Kevin James was in the bed, which actually kind of counts. With a woman? Yeah. Wait, why? I, it's kind of played for a gag. I don't quite get it. It was like the housekeeper. Wait, okay, what am I... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I always love when, like, for the sake of a single gag, they it's they do something so confusing and intricate that it's like was this worth it like there was one christmas movie where they the it was like with matthew broderick and the joke they wanted basically it was like his daughter was on stage and she was doing something sensual like maybe it was a wet t-shirt contest or something like that but he didn't realize it was his daughter and the joke they wanted was that they wanted him to say who's your daddy and then realize it was her and then say i'm your daddy and like that was the punchline but it 
it was so contrived. Like, who goes to something and then starts yelling, who's your daddy at a woman on a stage? You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. The, just think of a better joke. There were so many things in Chuck and Larry where it was like, this actually could have been touching. Like, like oh my God. One, one of the other... <laughs> There is a world in which Chuck and Larry is a good film. There was, uh, um, I think they should make it like Marriage Story, where it's like, <laughs> it's like each of them does their monologue and is like Chuck is a good friend. He's he always saves me the last slice of pizza. When he farts, I kind of like the smell. Yeah, they should. Like absolutely... it's a straight version. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a part where like one of the other firemen comes out of the closet, and it's like kind of touching and then he immediately like jumps into adam sandler's arms and it's like oh it's not touching anymore you actually kind of had me for a second yeah i I also will say that you know the reason i watched that trailer a couple times was for that shower scene and ooh, baby i want to be in a firehouse like yesterday what is the shower scene they're all showering i mean it's homophobic and bad (laughs) they're all so all the firemen are showering together and then okay, Kevin James it. and Adam Sandler. Including Kevin James and Adam Sandler. Are well, they both firemen? They're all firemen. That's the whole point. Oh my god. It, this is an all firemen cast. <laughs> it, it and it's progressive in that way. Now that's progressive. That's I huge. mean, it, it, if you think about the other options, they could be police officers, they could be um, you know, soldiers. I mean, firemen, that's the best one. That's the only good one. You could tell the they were really one. thinking. They were thinking that. Women in law with Jessica Beale. Um, you know, bordering on touching uh kind of a a a, a very you know p- positive towards alternative sexualities polyamory type thing with the three people having sex in one bed i mean to me this is like a, a marxist movie well and it's also very anti i want to say legal system it's sort of it's mm. sort of begging for reform um, it's a criminal justice <laughs> reform parable yeah basically Got it. Well, I'm sold. I still won't be watching it. <laughs> How long is it? Um, I have no idea. I watched it in two okay. parts. So right, right, right. No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, a little right. too long, I guess, but probably like a half, an hour and a half. I'm just yeah. As soon as a movie comes on, I'm I'm asleep, baby. Um, so that's my big update, I guess. That's crazy. Well, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. I. You know, I never thought this day would come, and now it's here, uh-huh. and, well, it's anticlimactic. No! <laughs> okay, should we bring in um, our guest? Our guest is an incredible star. Yes. The funniest person on planet Earth. Literally. If you've ever seen a comedian who is funny, they're not as funny as this upcoming if you comedian. see a comedian who is funnier than this upcoming comedian, let, listen, let me tell you something. Call the head of... HBO, NBC, Blackwater, Universal, immediately. And say, we need to plan another 30 Rock special to promote this new comedian we just found. <laughs> because this upcoming comedian that, that is in our podcast Zoom currently is groundbreaking, earth-shattering. The earth-shattering. best I, there, There's an earthquake is. happening. There's a damn earthquake, and we're in New York City. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all in different places, but the but the, the earth actually just did a little somersault. Um, um, please uh, uh, open your ears or whatever for Naomi Paragon. 
Thank you so much. Wow, oh, that wow. was that was huge. You know, the stakes are now very high for me yeah. personally yeah. as a result of that introduction. Definitely <laughs> and, sorry about that. Definitely I very much told you, that. Sam, that I am not funny anymore. I am depressed. It is day one hundred and twenty-seven of quarantine. How dare you? I said that. I said it's impossible. You said that to me, and I said there's simply no way. And I there's no way. I know you. I know you're humble. I get it. You're, <laughs> you're grounded. You're normal. But I know, I know, no, no, you cannot not be funny. I know. Oh my God, <laughs> you boys, you gentlemen. Naomi, do you remember when? Do you remember where we met? Um, I was literally going to bring it up immediately and be like, it was just so funny because you know I knew of you like online, uh-huh. so I was already like, oh, I know this person's like sensibility. If that makes sense, sure. which is why I feel like I very much was like George. However, we were also, you know, we were also trauma bonded. Um, trauma. Doing, you, George and I met at a show that was in a tattoo and piercing shop. And it, you know, had a, had a makeshift stage. Um, the exact number of audience members you would expect in a tattoo parlor <laughs> slash um, piercing shop. And everyone was lit. There was one light and it was very for colored girls. You know, it was very much like a <laughs> like a very dramatic, one harsh light. Um, Wait, I know exactly the, I can picture the promotional campaign for the, like the movie adaptation <laughs> of that play where it was like, each of them were in, it's like yellow light, blue light, yeah. black, red light. Yeah. <laughs> and it was that energy. And I really latched onto you in that space. It, I was, I mean, to me, and we don't, I, it's cliche for for comedians of our generation to gush about you, so we're not going to do it too much. But to me, it yeah, was like a huge deal that I was that we were like meeting because I because you live in LA and I live in New York and I happen to be in LA at the time. So I was already like I wanted I wanted to do well because I wanted to impress you and all this stuff. And the show starts and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is this is what we're doing. And I'm sorry. And I hope this is not calling anyone out because I truly don't even remember who was the host. Yeah. But I don't know if you remember this, Naomi. Like, there is a way in those shows to, like, get up as a host and kind of Make save it. it. Yeah. This person was doing the exact opposite of that. Well, I remember. I don't know this person's name. However, they opened with, like, I just got back from India this morning. It was something where it was, like, they were jet lagged from, like, a 25-hour yeah. flight. And it was, like, babe. That's what you got to cancel. You got to get someone to yeah. cover for you when you <laughs> can't just flew from when, India. When you're jet lagged, just cancel the tattoo parlor show. <laughs> I think this is a good note for like all comedians. Like you're allowed to like take a day. Like it's weird. We're all supposed to be like the laziest people on earth. And then you have these people who are like psychotically hardworking where it's like, no, you're actually doing damage and you're not doing good work because you're oh my God. so Absolutely. tired. It's like, it's and like people thin. that are like, I go to six open mics a night. It's like, well, are you getting any better? <laughs> yeah, it's like, honey, go to one. Just go to one go and one. really go make it count. And just write a joke. Um, <laughs> No, but it, but I, but what I will say is that it was, it was classic you in the sense that you got up and somehow did well and no, then left and then everyone else. I remember else being like, George has never met me and this is me doing trash because I, I was like, because no, no, no. it's interesting when you have that kind of setting. I mean, uh, do we want to get in the weeds on stand up? However, what a straighter than what we're right. doing yeah, right no, now. Yeah, I mean, that was that one. Uh, but <laughs> I'm like, when you're at a show, like when you walk into a venue, right? And you're like, okay. I'm in a fucking tattoo shop. Nobody's here. And at which point I'm like, okay, fine. Like maybe I'll just try to use it to just make up stuff, right? The stakes are yeah. low. 
But then I get up on that physical stage and I see these dead eyes staring at me. Dead. And now I want nothing more than like the laugh. You know what I, I mean? Because it's like oh, that's I, the thing. It's like I've already been sitting here for forty five fucking minutes. Oh, that I was just, the other thing. Remember it? It was like it started like two hours late. It started uh, so late because, oh, of then, course, they were like hoping people would show up. Right. Oh Christ! And and of course, it's like. Then I remember that night that then my show after that was like in a oh, backyard yeah, and it was me yeah. like business, like, um, excuse me, I have to get, I have to do this tattoo parlor show as quickly as possible because I have to go to my next show, which yeah, it's in a backyard. <laughs> that is thriving in Los Angeles. That God, is, that yeah. is the best this city can offer you. Quite <sighs> be, on, be honest. Do you like miss it or what? <laughs> you in New York? <laughs> no, like like live comedy oh god i miss y'all i don't know if you know i now do stories on instagram i'm using instagram as my open mic that's how like well i and desperate i am you did the thing where you were like sitting on your stoop and doing stand-up i thought that was great but i also think so few people can pull that off like yes i don't know i mean i remember in the first month like march and april i was doing like zoom shows and instagram shows and it was like not cute yeah i uh yeah it doesn't feel good you know what i mean the fact even like if it's if it comes out okay yeah the act of doing it doesn't feel good at all yeah no definitely now i'm doing z-way show next week Mm -hmm. Uh oh and that's that's like i feel like that's one of the few things that works yeah it works really well are are you gonna get in trouble i don't know i mean (laughs) Here and I, I've been thinking about this. George, I have think you been because, hiding anything? Are you going to get exposed? Like, I don't want to well, be like the podcast host with the guy that was exposed. Well, first of all, she started. She started quoting um, podcasts in the show. Like when she had Yasser on, she was like, "In this podcast, you said this. Explain yourself." So Whoa. I was like, "Have I said anything that I'm like embarrassed of?" And then the other thing is that because I didn't go to high school in America, I don't. I have just like gaps in my knowledge of American history in general. Wait, yes, where ma'am? did you go to high school? Greece. Well, so you're like Greek, Greek, mm. like like meaning lived, born and born and raised in Greece. It's complicated. Yeah, I was. I lived like there in my early forth. childhood. Then I lived okay. here from like second grade to eighth grade. Then we moved back when I was in high school. Okay, um, so like very much speaking Greek, very much living a Greek life. Yes, Greek yes. Speak Easter. We're having a Greek Orthodox church. Oh, church it's all experience. Greek Orthodox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The eggs—they're not going to be pastels. They're going to yes. be red to symbolize Christ's blood. <laughs> George, tell her about where you get your back waxed. I get my back waxed in <laughs> Athens at a studio at a uh, laser studio that overlooks the Parthenon. What? Right? Okay, Zeus. Okay, Zeus. <laughs> you did it. You did that, bitch. You did that. Um, and it's not waxing, Sam, by the way. It is laser hair removal. Thank oh, you. Whatever. Oh, they can oh. do a whole back on with lasers? Oh, honey, they could do a back on one time they did my ass, and guess what? It left a permanent burn. <laughs> Still oh, no. Yeah, it's like on the side of my uh like th- thigh, I guess. Stop. Okay, so not not inside the cheek. No, 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 no. Okay. It's like, I guess, the, the side of my cheek. Okay. Oh, hip, my hip, God. you would say. Uh, oh, okay. I hip action. All right. They I mean, should have been there. They should have been there for, for butt. No, right. No. Naomi does beg well, the question. One of those things where my sister, because I always go, it, I mean, it's truly the most Greek thing. Me and both my sisters, like when we <laughs> visit home, my mom is like, well, time to get y'all waxed. <laughs> It's truly, my mom, it's when we do it in Greece because it's so much cheaper. Like it literally is, I can tell you exactly how much is a hundred 
euro, which is like approximately $100 for everything I need, which here wow. would be literally like $5,000. And, and so whenever we go, we go home, my mom is like, all right, Thursday is body hair day. And then we all go and it's like one after the other. And my sisters were telling me that like they get, you know, bikini waxes and stuff or laser, whatever they're doing. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Like just if, you know, just get your ass. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, so then one time I was like, I'll test the waters. And I was like, um, is there any way you guys could do like my backside? And they were like, oh, um, I guess, yeah. Like that's not what your appointment is for, but yeah, sure. I mean, we have some time. And then I could see it. It was very much like production assistants with clipboards kind of like, oh my God, what do we do? He wants his, like, that's not like, that's not what he signed up for. Like, I don't know what is, can you get the other guy? Like, I don't, he's in there. He literally, his pants are off. Like, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. And so then truly like the poor woman that did, there was like a woman that did my back and then she like brought in a man to do okay the dirty work. <laughs> but he was like pissed. And I think I was like, did you burn me on purpose? <laughs> Oh my god. I could just imagine like a bored hand just waving the laser back and forth. You know, very like, okay, is this over? <laughs> how anyway. Not to always god. be talking about your hole, but how like It's how, not my hole, but it was not how, my hole. It was just it was like my my butt. I mean it begs but it it, it your yes, hole in your butt. Like how close That's to your hole do they get? Because there's close. hair, there's hair around the hole. There I've is. never gotten my butthole waxed, but I know from when I did get my vajay waxed. I must have a hairy butt because they always go, would you like us to do the butthole? And I say, oh, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Because I'm scared. It's like already too stressful that they're near that. And then, but I know I'm like, I must have a hairy butthole. I never seen it, but it must be. No, it's, it, it's just, it's the okay. whole thing is so dehumanizing. It's like dehumanizing for you, but also of course for them. I mean, they're the ones in <laughs> right, your right. area. <laughs> Oh my god, they gotta charge more in Greece, honey. They gotta know, charge more. I know. But you know what? Here's what I will say. Everyone there seems to be doing I mean, obviously, Greece is just now overcoming a giant financial crisis that has left many unemployed. But the people specifically in this laser parlor seem to be doing very well. <laughs> well that's lovely. Oh, god. Yeah. That's too much. Especially the head doctor. I think she had I mean, last time I went, she had some new work done and I thought it Wait, looked Wait, was very this a medi spa? Would you call it more of a medi spa when you say head doctor? He, I, doctor i guess I, w- I assume there's someone there that's like i think she's like a dermatologist because i remember she gave me suggestions for like acne honestly honey they don't necessarily have to have degrees okay? i mean yeah. listen this, listen you're really giving me a hundred dollars and it's in greece i don't <laughs> there's a very good chance nobody has a degree in there <laughs> and they're burning people left and right oh my god burning people left and right damn anyway how did we start talking about how, this that is a really good question I had an God, cure. boy, Greece, do I love yeah. talking about my ethnic makeup and and the hair patterns it has blessed me with. <laughs> yeah, we always get into that kind of Sam, stuff. Sam, you're just plain here. white, right? Just plain. Yeah, Caucasian. I'm kind of um, what they call plain white. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sort of. Um, just your average white. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's it's. <laughs> yeah, it's an Eastern European, like whatever, like cold like, and Caucasian, like Scottish, Irish. Oh um, yes, okay, so OG. Yeah, okay, the classics. Way. Yeah, the classics. Yeah, I mean, kind the of TBT. The white poets. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, one time I was hooking up with a Scottish man, and he was like, "Oh, Taggart, like the t- t- famous." A TV detective in Scotland, and I was like, I have never heard of a Taggart except for the like ER, like the character on ER named Sam Taggart, which I found by googling my name. And oh my god, I didn't know that. I did not know there was an ER character. There is a 
uh, Linda Cardellini's character plays oh. uh, is is named oh. Sam Taggart. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. That's wow. a really fun fact. Yeah, it's actually a really fun fact. That's a really fun fact. <laughs> I'm always competing with Linda Cardellini's uh, old character for for clicks. <laughs> It's a tough world. I <laughs> Google that is a tough world. I Google like I, I search it. my name on Twitter and it's like all these Linda Cardellini fan accounts being what? like I still thinking about Sam Taggart, what she would have done in this situation. It's like that show is over. Like get <laughs> over it. Move so on. We're over. in a crisis and you're talking about this old show? Unbelievable. Do you know that one of our friends used to his name, he changed his last name, but it used to be his birth name is Tom Brady, one of our comedian friends. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Um, wow. Can you imagine competing with that Sick. and being like, I'm a comedian? <laughs> I'm always my greatest fear is like uh, is like a school shooter or uh, like, you know, evil politician like comes up and is named Sam Taggart. And it's just going to be like, fuck, all that work. And now I got to change my name. Yeah. Yeah, that's I know. Tough. I know. I'm really lucky. You know, no one is else is a Paragon except people I'm related to. So there's no way I'm going to run into another Ed Parrick. You know what I mean? No one will ever get it right, though. I'm always like, Andy, I'm going to take your last name. And it's like, not because I'm traditional, because I want to name people can spell and pronounce. Yeah, well, I changed my, my, my real last name is uh, impossible to pronounce. And it starts with a T-S, which no one can say. Okay. And to be fair, George, George changed his name. And I still misspell his last name almost actively. I've I've put it on show posters wrong. I've I've had it in my phone wrong. And and people, (laughs) I mean, I mean, in fact... Z-Way, uh, when she announced that I would be the ne- the guest next week, pronounced it incorrectly at the end of her show with Alyssa Milano. <laughs> so wow. Wow, wow, wow. clearly it's not working. <laughs> anyway, you guys, you guys keep me young. You guys, the comics, you guys keep me young. You keep me up to date. You keep me just like operating up here, you know, which I Na- appreciate. Naomi, I have to ask, does... Um, does it get hard to, you know, carry us all on your shoulders? Does it get hard <laughs> to be looked up to and idolized so constantly? Oh, hush. <laughs> I do not. I looked up to. No, you are. And Naomi, I have entire friendships. I have, like, befriended people because we've bonded over how much we, like, think that you're, like, the best comedian. That is so nice. And also surprising. It's funny because I, I feel like you guys, like, um, you know, like, the alt kids. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just mean like, you know, just like playing with comedy and like having some fun and doing stuff different. Like I always feel like I'm basic. And I think of you guys as being the creative ones where I'm always like, I'm surprised they like me. Cause like, I'm kind of boring. You know, like, I, I, I kind of get up and yell. And I feel like y'all are always coming through with like a multimedia moment. Here's a musical I wrote. <laughs> well, I'm Sam does. That. I'm like that's a very traditional. I'm like a very traditional stand-up. Sam, okay. I, I mean, Sam does the music. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Sam. Like, I literally still sing to myself. Like, I'm obsessed with a song about randoms. I like need you to do the album because I'm kind of just like, who brought this person here? Like, it's literally my favorite thing. I want all the music from your show. Oh and I think God. about that because I'm like, I feel like they're like, like have multiple skills. Is I guess my point. Or like being yeah. able to like do the music and do video and you know just do a lot of stuff and i'm always like i just talk like just plain talk you know sometimes i think just talking makes it a little easier for everybody (laughs) (laughs) you know a lot of times i got people being like well do you even do stand up or like what even are you and i'm like no i can do any of it and they're like well well, you're making it kind of confusing by doing too many things (laughs) 
Um, so it's I have to- just oh. important to have people that just talk that are good at it because so yeah. many, the way that it has all panned out in the last few years is that a lot of the people that are more traditional stand-ups are bad. <laughs> and so you need those good ones. <laughs> I also, Naomi, feel like, and also this is a Stradio Lab first. Normally we're all mean to each other. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This is the first time we've ever been nice to each other. Um, I, I think part of it is like, you're like, yes, you're doing traditional stand-up, but you are so like high energy and like fun and it feels so loose and it's so oh. like, and it's both like really written well and like loose and fun that it's like, all right, it Sam, feels new. <laughs> Jordan doesn't like it. Jordan doesn't like it. I'm like, this is all I've ever needed. I'm like, listen, I like <laughs> Naomi, but let's calm down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honey, honey, I'm sorry. Day, it's month four of quarantine. I need to be reminded of value. I, you know what yeah, I mean? No, like, you're, I, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. I'm like, you guys, we're all doing well and it's all going to be okay. <laughs> I know. I do. Yeah. I flip back and forth by being like, like, I just want to like cry because like the relationships I have are so beautiful and I like miss all my and then I and then be like I'm miserable I'm alone everyone hates me I that's like the flip back and forth oh mental illness we, oh, we all it's have actually it. fun it keeps things fresh Ooh, keep the body Wait, let's do our first segment yeah. Sam what do you think <laughs> um should we do our first segment yeah I'm ready. Okay. Okay. George, Let's you explain it. it. You're so good at it. Oh my corpse. <laughs> um George, you're okay. so good at this part. Oh, no, this like is where you explaining, thrive. Explaining feels... the segment is like what stand-up is to Naomi. Explaining the segment is to me. Like I'm just really good at it. People talk about it all the, way the time. You do it People is like, younger it's than loose, us it's bond fun. about how good I yeah, yeah. Um Okay, so Naomi, in this first segment, it's called Straight Shooters, and we uh, give you a series of rapid-fire, like, A or B questions, like, you know, Rachel or Phoebe, and then you have to answer um, whichever your mind kind of goes to first, and it is, and and you are not allowed to ask any follow-up questions or any follow-up questions about how the game works, and if you do, (laughs) we will get mad at you. Okay, so literally you just say words and I you're respond already with one You're literally okay. overthinking it. You are overthinking it so hard. As we tell all our guests, the, one, the three rules are don't overthink it, don't underthink it, and don't go right in the middle. <laughs> so don't do anything is what you're saying. You have uh, to just uh, go uh, with your gut. <laughs> okay, okay, this, okay, okay, let's go then. Let's okay, all go right. then. All right, let's, we're starting. Okay, Naomi? The Got Milk campaign with the gross mustaches or the PETA campaigns where the celebrities are naked? PETA. Okay, Naomi, um, let's circle back on that. Or can you loop me in on that conversation? (laughs) Um, Let's circle back on that. Okay, playing devil's advocate or having angel wing tattoos? Um, having angel wing tattoos. Okay. The Spice Trade or the Spice Girls? Spice Girls. A yoga studio that also sells novelty prayer candles or a hipster barber shop that's randomly owned by a venture capitalist? Um, a, a, a yoga shop that sells novelty prayer candles. Um, online banking portal or online patient portal? On online patient portal. Okay, ethical non-monogamy or unethically raised beef. Unethically raised beef. 
Uh, Jennifer Hudson or Jennifer East River? <laughs> Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> okay. A book about badass women that inexplicably includes Margaret Thatcher or the book White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo? The book about badass women that inexplicably <laughs> includes Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> okay, wow. and that's it. That's beautiful. Wow. wow. Okay, so- now we have to rate your performance on a scale of 1 to 1,000 doves. Oh. Um, I would say that was 776 doves. And you know what? This is the first time we've disagreed because I'm going to go with 896. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay, well, so Naomi, which score speaks to you? And and please don't overthink this. The highest one, 896, <laughs> obviously. Oh, that's really unfortunate. The goal is to get a really low score because you have to take what? care of all the doves. I am so sorry, Naomi. We really set you up for that we one. Really okay. Set you up. I so feel like this whole thing is entrapment. Okay. <laughs> I don't be, I don't appreciate being called to a Zoom <laughs> that is entrapment. <laughs> It's an entanglement. Well, to say the least. A psychosexual game. A psychosexual (laughs) entanglement. Um, I I would love to know about your thought process when choosing. Okay. I thought about the thing that was least annoying. Okay. Mm. That's what it's for me. What was least annoying, you know? That's so Um, interesting. And that's how I kind of picked. So to you, Margaret Thatcher is less annoying than kind of a misguided white liberalism. (laughs) Well, you prefer it to be included. out in the open. Her, yeah. Exactly. Her being included is less annoying because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like, okay. It's like, it's like so funny. Like, did you, did you see any people on Twitter talking, you know, like, um, just Lane Maxwell was going to testify and people yes, were yeah. like, get it girl. And it's like, <laughs> babe, babe, she's a sex trafficker. Okay. It's she is so not bad. for the culture. She is not for the cause. She is a cla- she is a classic example of someone that like gay uninformed gay men would bis- decide as a gay icon and just like not look into it and be like for snatch game I'm doing Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> Wait, to be fair, if somebody on Drag Race was like for snatch game I'm doing Ghislaine Maxwell, that would be so I would, iconic. I would be gagged. <laughs> I would I would die. That would be the funniest thing in the whole wide world. Like her world. deposition, do like snatch yeah, game the yeah. deposition. <laughs> Oh my god! I also completely had forgotten that she's British, which does add another oh, she's layer to British? it. Exactly, the name is a French name. I literally it's a Googled... French name, but also I associate her with like New York, like all the photos yes. of her, like yes, yes. her and Carol Radswell, and you know whatever. Like I uh, consider her like a New York figure, I, and and Jeffrey Epstein. But um, but yeah, she's British, which adds another layer. Of you know, I went to intrigue. the school where Epstein taught. I wasn't there when he taught, but he taught math at my high school. Really, he was a high Did school you go to teacher. Yes. Yes, the man don't know shit about math. Did you know it's easier to be a teacher at a private school than in a public school? Because oh, yeah, hundred percent. Which I was like, hey, when I found that out, I was like, give me my money back. <laughs> Apparently, like the teacher needs like to be like I think for instance the English teacher they like a master's in English, you mm-hmm. know, or like knowing about the topic, but that doesn't have anything to do with their ability to teach. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, sure, sure. Because like, usually sure. public school you need like a teaching degree. Why yeah. do you need to know how to talk to? We children? need to dig. We need to dig and find a photo of you with Jeffrey Epstein and cancel <laughs> you once and for all. Honey, I was wearing oversized Mickey Mouse sweatshirts. He knew he wasn't getting anywhere. Okay, he was like, "Okay, she's mouthy. She'll fight back." You know what I mean? Oh no! Oh, I love that. I 
it's so funny how the pictures thing is so funny. Truly, every single famous person has a picture with one of these two people. I know. <laughs> it's so nuts. I know. Oh my god, QAnon. But also the that. pretense of like the the high profile like academics and thinkers like that to me is the funniest of all. Like it's not funny that she has a that Ghislaine has a photo with like Jane Krakowski. It's funny that Jeffrey Epstein was with like the with like um God who's that curly haired Harvard professor. Steven Pinker and like these people that are like, you know, like, like considered like public intellectuals and they were yeah. like on a private yeah, jet yeah, with, yeah. with Epstein. That's like, it's like really wild. I think people just love like money and power. And so I some know. of them probably no. had no idea what was happening. <laughs> some of them were probably no, like, so, he's fun. Listen, a hundred percent. And I don't think <laughs> I don't, I, I could never imagine myself being in that situation, but like yeah. the equivalent in entertainment, like if suddenly it's like some famous person was like, want to do you know literally uh i appeared on csi miami do you want to come over to my apartment i'd be like a hundred percent yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's good that you know that about yourself though I yeah mean, no it's <laughs> i'm like for all my for, i always think i'm like if i have like a second to think about something then i'm like okay i i'm able to like process information i'm able to like decide how i feel about something but if it has to be a split decision, like if I'm in a room and someone suggests something, I will suddenly do it. I will like not know what's come over me. <laughs> do you think it's inherently uh, evil to pursue entertainment? Do you think like there's something like selfishly broken about us that makes us want to do this? Yes. Oh, my God. Mark yes, Maron. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> okay, We're I'm... all selfishly broken. It's fine. It's fine. Of course. It's fine. It's like at least we have like the pretense of like trying to give something to the world. That's true. You know 100%. I mean, I mean it's, it's, like, a, like, it's a lie, but yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like a step. Like if we if if we are successful in the way we want to be, then people will enjoy the things we're doing. So it's like That's okay, true. okay. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm suffering. But you know what? You might get a lull. And <laughs> yeah. that's the trade off. I mean? completely agree. I, agree. I think that's it's like. Genius. The I'm idea like that I should you right now, George. I like realize I'm looking at you and I'm like I can't really tell where you're at facially. Like you are a cool customer. Me? And you did trust me. Yes, you did. You did compliment me initially, you know, so that it was good for my soul. But now it feels like maybe I said something that you didn't like. Really? I feel oh like my I god, is it nice with George Sam. No, I I'm like trying to not look at my face on Zoom. Uh-huh. And then- and then, yes. but but then I also don't know where to look at George. <laughs> I need you to be nice to our guests. But in addition to that, in addition to that, yeah, Naomi, I am mad at you. Thank you. Okay, See, just be okay. honest. Yeah, George. Yeah. Everything the- you have said so far has been wrong. <laughs> okay. Wow. 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 For for two white men to bring me here and tear me <laughs> apart. We brought you here to trick you via our segments and then make you cry by telling you that you're <laughs> oh wrong. Oh Oh my God! Really? This is gonna get written up in Vulture. Naomi, you're so good at stand-up. Oh, we you're all so love funny! You. You're so funny! <laughs> yeah, Wrong. yeah. No, you you bit right, you came right into our trap. <laughs> oh, now no, we but got you know what? Right to your point, I do you. have my resting face. Is I it's I wouldn't call it a resting bitch face, no. but I have been told that like I seem like annoyed or dissatisfied sometimes like a board i was gonna say yeah you didn't look like a you board, look bored yes. it no, was resting I do. board face it is resting board face and i promise you i was not bored but i have but people have told me that before honestly yeah, it, i think it, it's all about the intellectual thing too you have like that professor who's like like just uh-huh. sort of like judgmentally listening and it's like mm-hmm. you can see the wheels turning and being like yeah i know what's next and it's no, like but, see, that's not, <laughs> but it's because i'm like intently listen it's because i'm like 
But when when you're talking, I'm out of my body. I don't even care what my face looks like because I'm not the star. You are. <laughs> and to me, it is purely cerebral. I am taking it in and I am wow. the gears are turning. There's no energy left for me to to place my lips in a certain way or my eyes. All the energy is going to data analysis. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. 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 That's a gorgeous description Thank of you. interaction. <laughs> yeah. Human interaction. That's good. No, but yeah. it is it is true. I've I've been called out for that in the past. It's okay. I'm glad we could use that create the safe space to talk openly. Yeah. You know, that's fine. So, and that's beautiful. What now, <laughs> Sam? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think I'm of like what people perceive my face as, and I'm staring at my own face in the zoom, and I like I don't know what it is. I, there have I, been times when I think you look concerned about someone. <laughs> <laughs> How do you mean? You know what? Not concerned, but I mean, I'm not going to, I can't even remember names, so it's not like I'm not naming names, but like I definitely, there are, have been times when we've been in a group situation, someone has been talking who's like not smart or interesting, and you, whereas I would look bored, you're like, Ooh. <laughs> sweetie <laughs> <laughs> i'm such an empath i, I feel you them, are you, you are know i can feel them bombing in the convo and i'm like yeah. help I'm, I'm giving you a life vest or whatever <laughs> it is tough when you can feel someone bombing in the convo oh, oh it hurts oh I, it hurts. you know what you know it took me a lot of years i think there's more confidence in stopping yourself nowadays like when i start and then i'll be like you know what this is dumb and then i just literally stop you've got to stop yourself You've got I mean, to stop yourself. I have to say, to your point about like about like whether or not the fact that we want attention is bad or evil or whatever, I do think when I think about what I was like in social situations before I discover that I can just be like that on stage, mm-hmm. I'm just a nightmare to walk into a party <laughs> and want everyone to pay attention to me. I mean, I, and now I don't care. I can if I will only speak when I know I have something to say. Yeah, yeah. Right. You needed that outlet, though. To yeah. Know that, yeah. In order for you, you can only do that now that you know there's a place for all the other thoughts. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, if I know, I mean, not anymore, obviously, which is why I'm going insane. But like right. in the, you know, previously, it's like, I know that I have a show later tonight and I will hopefully, you know, best case scenario, make people laugh. Worst case scenario, force them to pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> So right now that I'm in this work meeting, I actually don't need to do an impression of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I have that, but it's like bad where it's like I still have to, I should be like, I think I'm getting colder as it goes on. I agree. I agree. And I'm I, like, the same way. I should be yeah. funnier and warmer to people in like the day to day because they'll be like wanting it. And I'll just be like, yeah, like I'll be funny when it's time. And it's like, don't be like that. That's so yeah. rude. Yeah. Um, I, I got in when Misha and I started dating, this is a non-flattering story, um, potentially cut it already. <laughs> um, I, uh, like he and his friends were like doing a bit and like, he got mad at me later because I wasn't laughing at all. Like they were like, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, well, yeah, the, the bit, like the logic wasn't right. Like it didn't like make sense. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like wake me up when the bit is like classically trained. Like, right, it's a slippery right. slope to start to start socializing with people who are not professional comedians. It's like, yeah. what's the end game here? Very, it's like very tiring. It is like amazing because you know sometimes when people will be like, I can't believe such and such is famous or popular, and I'm like, have you talked to people? You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you talk to people, yeah. you're like, yeah, I get it. You bored? 
You're so right. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, should we introduce our topic? Yes. Wait. Okay. Wait. I literally forgot what it is. I remember. Okay. I thank remember. you. I remember. So good. Um, it's so good, and I'm 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 just gonna quickly say, it, but then I'll give the floor to Naomi because I want to know why this is the one that spoke to her. So, for background, we told Naomi that we would pick a topic, and then we didn't. So then we instead read her our master list of topics, and the one that we landed on was Naomi. Parenthood. Yes, the concept of parenthood, and I want to know why that's the one that spoke to you. Because I really have strong feelings about like why. Mm. I don't think like I meaning I don't understand why people like why do we hold parenthood to such like on such a pedestal? Half the folks yeah. out in these streets shouldn't be in charge of a damn plant, let alone a human. I, yes, it's just like and also like to me, I guess I'm also tying in parenthood with this obsession with like also like procreation. Yeah, where it's like nobody needs your DNA out in these streets. <laughs> think about most people where you're like, oh yeah, I need another one of that. Think about it. Do you? I can, I can think of so few people where I would want more of them. Yes! Yeah, yeah. Even the people true. I like, I'm like, oh, thank God it worked. Like, let's keep this. Right, right. We have enough, you know? I have to say, I agree. I think um, maybe cloning is what I want. I don't necessarily want procreation. I want, when it's working, mm-hmm. I want just a straight up repeat. I want to say, uh, I'm not sure I am on board with that. <laughs> No, no, no. Trust me. This is a really good idea. Okay, you've convinced me. <laughs> the so only wanna... cloning I need is Barbara Streisand cloning her dog. I was going to say Barbara's dog. Yes, because like, exactly. But like, wait, Sam, do you want to like raise your own clone? Like from a baby? I mean, in my dreams, I wouldn't have to raise it. I could just like put a chip in its head and it would just download all the information what this is normal Damn, this, uh-huh. is this is normal so you want uh-huh. a baby version of yourself that also has all your memories via chip yeah what is weird that's better than parenthood it doesn't have to get raised naomi i'm gonna throw this one to you okay i think that that is not okay you're looking for some <laughs> sort of robot situation a batteries not included type of life and i don't think that's what we're talking about okay this isn't a tamagotchi okay. sam you want a tamagotchi yes. i can get you one on ebay <laughs> you can name it or whatever like george i want it to if it's it, i want it to have my memories my personality and just be me what's weird but but to so, me that's gonna different do? i'm gonna yeah. die i'm gonna restart okay, but then that it's like i would i would i haven't given too much thought to this but like I would maybe upload my consciousness to the cloud when I die. Well, of course. Like, that's a different thing. But, like, why? To me, I'm like, by the time I die, I'm like, honey, take me away. Calgon, <laughs> yeah. take me away. The idea of, like, having to still be conscious, that's the worst part. I In guess fact, you're right. I guess anything, you're right. Don't keep my consciousness alive, but just, right. like, let me eat stuff. Consciousness is, is the wrong word, but maybe I would, like, donate my memories to science. Okay, or, I don't like, think memories are for science. No, George is all, all data no, for him. No, Naomi, so. you can donate your memories to science. <laughs> Obviously, you have not been reading the science section of the Times. <laughs> this is all the rage right now. Okay. But I just mean, like, I don't know, whatever. Oh like, I, I, maybe something after I die, I understand. But, like, to raise a clone while you're also still living and breathing, that is a creepy thing to me. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. Well, I'll die, and then they'll hit, like, engage. They'll hit the button that says, like, start. Start clone now. Start the clone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go. Hold on. This I cannot believe we're here 
We literally so introduced quickly, the topic of so parenthood quickly. like an, an a minute ago. I know. And we're so Naomi, here. you're engaged or married? I'm engaged. And am I am I right to say that it has it's you've been engaged for a while? Oh yes, honey. I've, we've been together a, a decade uh, and engaged for seven years. Whoa! I feel like it's very trendy to be engaged for a long time. Well, no, I think no, no. I think you get like a couple years, and certainly we we were at a point. I was like. You get maybe about three years. And I feel like around year five, it's like people go from being like excited for you to like, are you guys okay? You know, <laughs> yeah. they always kind of ask that or they'll be like, are you guys still together? Like people who didn't know us because yeah. they'd never seen a wedding assumed we had just broken up. And it's sure. like, no. Sure, sure. I'm like, no, but yeah. <laughs> well, when are you guys going to, so kids are not of interest to you to have? No. No, it never was like very. And early. you've always agreed on that. Yeah, really. I mean, okay. and yeah, that was like pretty exciting <laughs> to realize <laughs> it was not going to have to be like a traumatic conversation, you know? Yeah. So, Hedy, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I understand the impulse. See, this is the thing. I understand the impulse to want to care for something, right? And to, but then I also think about like adopt, foster a human or a dog. You know what I mean? Like, right. there are ways you can, um, nurture and help without like making another human it's also like babe the world's gonna be underwater in like a week and a half right it's like unless your baby's born with gills that ain't gonna <laughs> it's not gonna last okay it's not gonna last i mean with my clone i'm gonna install gills it's gonna be totally customizable you can't install <laughs> this is a problem <laughs> you are trying to make a robot <laughs> It's, it's Once biological... you start using the word install about your kid, you know something's <laughs> off. <laughs> no, I'm... Okay, so 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 you're against biological parenthood, but kind you're of. open to adoption, but not for yourself. Right, but like to be like, I don't, or just like, again, it's, and it's also too like the societal, like I've worked at jobs where it's like the people with kids can leave early and now we all have to stay late, you know? And I'm like, why? It's like, I'm tired too. Right, get yeah. the kids in there. They can pick up the slack. Thank you. It was like, they have to go home to their kids. Their kids. It's like, well, to me, it's like, I don't know. It also feels like, too, to really do parenting right, you have to be so wealthy that yes. you're not even really around the kids. Right. Yeah. To me, that's for the, literally the first thing that comes to mind with parenthood is like when people are like, do you want kids? I'm like, yeah, if I'm a millionaire. Sure. Right. Oh, totally. Like the, right. the only thing, the if only I thing on my mind in terms of having kids is whether or not I have money. Right. Like I am not going to struggle. Like I, I'm not yeah. going to have kids and then figure it out. No, right. absolutely not. When people oh. do that, I'm like, that is a, such a crazy leap. Like, no, also, yeah. they're lying to you. They have family money. Because I have friends who are like, oh. honestly, like, stuff just works out. Like, kind of yeah. what you make the decision. What's your daddy do? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. these people love to pretend. Like, because there are two people I know where it's like, you blog and you <laughs> act. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, how you got, whenever someone has, especially for me, it's like the second kid. That's when I really don't. I'm like, to me, I'm always like, you have two kid money, especially yeah. in New York. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yes. if you got two kid money in New York, there's something I don't know about you. You owe me for that brunch two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know what I hate? I hate when people are in like dire situations, like being robbed or something or about to be murdered. And they're like, please, I have a daughter. And it's like, <laughs> so like, they just, wow. like, like, that's like, I have plans Friday. Like, I shouldn't be murdered either. Like, that's, I know. 
That doesn't well, make you a better person. <laughs> that's also my fear. Like I, when early, you know, early in the pandemic and now that also the cases are rising in LA, my fear, like I have asthma, so I'm already like afraid that I'll like literally be on a ventilator, but I'm afraid that because I don't have children, the host- the doctors will not put as much time into me. And I literally was like, I was like, Andy, you have to tell them we have three kids and just don't specify that they're animals. Cause that's <laughs> what I'm convinced. Cause like, it always, it's like, who do we help? You know, who is totally. the chance for a life? And what if they go, this child is bitch. And then they just don't <laughs> yeah. even care. Yeah. Oh, she's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't need that she recently appeared on a gay podcast (laughs) i think we're gonna put her on the on the on the other floor wink wink (laughs) wink wink you know oh god oh god that's my that's like my fear it'll just be like no one cares about you yeah i hate that um value of life or it's like well they have kids so they're really important it's like right and it's like uh, it's like let's wait for those kids to grow up let's see what we're protect what what are we raising you it's like what are they like now okay is he starting fires no we don't we don't need a we don't need a little little timmy starting fires okay Ugh, ugh, ugh. i i can't i i also think la kids are so much more normal there i like new york because i feel like kids are very rare and in la it's like (laughs) yeah like people have kids people have cars people have houses it's like yeah you you don't have kids that's why i'm i'm i feel i get so antsy when i'm out there and people are like well you know my kids and i'm like yuck i know i it's interesting i feel like though with new york though i'm more annoyed by parents in new york like for instance i hate seeing a baby at a beer garden and I feel oh my like God, in, yes. in the story, you will see a fucking four-year-old at the beer garden. And I just want to be like, you don't get to come out anymore. You made a choice to have that child. You don't get to hang. The baby just walking around the beer garden, just eating pieces of sausage on the floor. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's <sighs> That is a beautiful image. It, 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 and I... <laughs> Do you know what I'm thinking? When you said LA parents, it's like something that I still that makes me feel just like full body uh, t- discomfort is like cool parents. Uh huh. Like yes. to see a parent yes, wearing like Converse and oh. like and like and like oh my god, dads with alternative haircuts. Okay, rock star dads are literally sick and suffering. <laughs> I can- I'm. It's I like oh my god, it. this is. It does not compute for me. Their kid is always named like Milo. And dad only wears band t-shirts. You know what I mean? And it's like gray hair with an asymmetrical haircut. Yes. Gray hair with an asymmetrical haircut. Here's what I will say. And I think, George, you'll know where I'm going with this uh, just before I even say it. But when when I will say on Devil's Advocate... Like oh, men God, who different. have <laughs> kids and are like used to be cool and are now like mm. 40 pounds heavier and like yep. rolling up in that old band t-shirt, I think are so hot. I'm very That's like, literally Sam's dream. Sam's dream man is like, I guess, I mean, I'm so sorry to use this term, but dad bod. Uh-huh, <laughs> oh, I can't believe we use the term. <laughs> I... Like I used to work at the 14th Street Y, like after school kids program, and when the dads would come pick up their kids, I was always like, oh, "Hello, like, <laughs> like I'm not single, but I, I don't know. I make mistakes." 
<laughs> oh my god you are wild I can't. <laughs> when people have kids it's it is the hottest thing in the whole wide world because it's like Wait, I, I could be their son you know what i mean i have i have a bomb to drop oh oh, oh. oh naomi didn't you grow up as a child in new york city whoa <laughs> Whoa. Yes, and my mother didn't have a life, which is why she resents me. Okay, you see fine. what I'm saying? Yeah. I grew up, honey. I took the bus by myself to school, took the bus back home, sat in the house, watched my stories. No, no way. Your dad did not have a, 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 a what's it called? Asymmetrical haircut. There was no. Your mom was not wearing like a. <laughs> honey, my dad was too busy being absent, George. <laughs> okay, we don't know well, what I'm... his hair was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth was trying to keep the lights on, and I'm over here watching Hey Dude. You well, know but what Elizabeth I mean? didn't have one of those t-shirts that's like yoga and rosé. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely not. Oh, that would have been fun, though. Sometimes mm. I wish. <laughs> I mean, I feel like like when parents where it's like I have a kid, but I I want to keep my life, and I don't want my life to stop. So bringing their kid along to shit. And it's like. I'm sorry. You chose to have a kid, which means, yeah, your life's on pause, babe. Your life's on pause until this kid can make us uh, make a hot meal. <laughs> no. Yeah, I really... also like na- like I never had a, a a nanny or like I don't know, but I like nanny culture is another yes. thing where like what is that dynamic like? Like if when people have like live in nannies or like entire kids are like raised by a different person oh please i mean hello I see above reed dalton everyone at nanny's i remember coming home because oh, i started dalton in sixth grade so i was 10 and i like come home and i remember saying asking my mother at one point i go ma how come white people think they're better than us but they allow us to take care of their kids mm. like just black people in general because i was just so surprised that every single person had a black nanny and it was always like Lala's my second mom. Yeah. And it was just always, so I was like, well, where's your first mama? You know right. what I mean? And it's like, but that would be it. Like, that would be the person who would pick him up from school and like do every, you know, like do the dinner and everything like that. And it was really, uh, but then I noticed some of those kids were more like, they would talk to their parents like, I mean, they say mom and dad, but it would be a little more like, two adults talking if that makes any sense or being like yeah. mom i just like don't understand why i have to do blankety blank like it would be very you know well there's a very boundaries. i mean i don't you know i'm this is from me kind of like from media that i have consumed about rich new york it's you know i didn't yeah. grow up in new york but like to me it's like and this is the case with like uh kind of upper east side moms and the, mm-hmm. it's like the family is run like a business you know what i mean and i feel like that's and i'm not saying you know i'm not saying i grew up like in some kind of hippie commune or anything but like (laughs) in greek culture like it's very communal you know my grandmother's would often i would be at my grandmother's for days at a time or whatever like it's it's all everyone kind of like pitches in Mm -hmm. and the and the just like the way that people conceptualize like extracurriculars, like which school to go to, what mom, you know, like it, it all feels very kind of like rigid and impersonal. Yeah. 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 Well, the kids, you know, you know, I think maybe when like you're wealthy and stuff, the kids are just part of building your brand. You know what I mean? Kids are your content. Totally. You're going to build your brand and then they will hopefully represent you well as they go yeah. off to Ivy League schools. Maybe. Well, that's the thing. Kids are an investment. Right. Right. Oh, God, can you... This is another 
living. Let's go back to parenthood. Why? This is my other thing about everybody being so into kids. What if your kid sucks? And I, I don't just mean like dumb and boring, the regular shit, the way most people suck. I mean like, what if your kid is a serial killer? What if your kid like can never hold down a job? What if your kid is 42 living in your basement? There's no guarantee that you, I know. like your kid will, like, I don't know. Cause I know people will say to me or people have said to me, you know, they're like, well, if you don't have kids, who are, who's going to take care of you when you're old? There's no guarantee my kid would. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, what a cynical, like, to ha- to have that be the reason why you have kids. Yeah, I'm giving birth well, to some help later on. Literally. <laughs> that's like, and multiple people have said that to me. And it's, which means, like, it is like this common thought of, like, well, you know, it is. Create a person is, yeah. to love you and create a person to. But to me, I'm like, there's no guarantee. So it's like, why would that even be it? I'm, I'm having you and raising you and putting up with your shit so that hopefully in 35 years, you will make sure no one hits me in the old folks' home. <laughs> like, what? And That's you won't even be able to afford the good store. old folks' home because you're, you've spent all your money on the kid. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have like a six hours a day help. You know what I mean? I, like, I can only get a homemade yeah. for six hours. I hold Yeah, it's like I a teenager. She's like, you need anything? Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm ordering Postmates. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> It'd be terrible. Terrible. Okay. Uh, if you were to have kids, do you think you would make a good parent? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know because I notice even in my relationship, like I'm very worried all the time. Like I, you know, I'll like suddenly become so into Andy's career and be like, what's happening? What are you doing? Today? And I'm like, imagine if like I had made him. Yeah, I would be like obsessed with the outcome of everything. And I'm like, very fearful. I mean, I think about stuff like, you know, when you become a parent and you have um, like the first time your kid goes off to school. Like, you know, I watch a lot of true crime. I don't trust people. The idea that like every day for like eight hours, my kid goes somewhere and I just have to hope for the best. is like right. really stressful to me. It, that's insane. Or, it. or And then it's like you think about the things your parents restrict about, like, you know sleepovers or parties or whatever and you're like oh my god they're so lame it's like think about actually what that entails exactly exactly i need you to go to this stranger's house I overnight mean, you've never sleeping met them god knows where yeah you know well, also I mean? it's like you think as a kid that all adults are responsible but the parent knows like these are just the same people that i right. knew five years earlier when they didn't right. have kids like i what i trust our friends if we were all suddenly parents to take to like host a sleepover for my kids i don't think so (laughs) also kids are liars like i used to be i was a camp counselor and like i I remember a kid where it was like his mom was like he's allergic to peanuts don't let him have peanuts fine he goes naomi can i have a pb and j so you about to have me kill your ass (laughs) i was like you know you can't eat peanuts why would you ask me for peanuts? Because he figured I'm not mom. But I was like, why? Like, why do you want to have an allergic reaction? He was like, it's not bad. Oh. Can you imagine? You can't trust him. 
I oh god yeah when I worked at the 14th street Y at the after school kids program like just straight up lying to your face and you have to just be like like I literally one time went into the bathroom when a kid had peed all over the floor he was still standing over the pee on the floor and I was like did you just pee on the floor and he looks at me in the face and says no and I was like oh my god you are coming with me right now I swear, I was so unhinged this whole job, and it was like, like I, I, I think if, if I were to have a kid, like sure, if they were a perfect person, I would be a great parent. But if they were any kind of bad, I would be awful. Right. Well, you also realize, like, do you have the experience sometimes when you, you know, it's someone you like and respect a lot, and then you meet their siblings and they suck, and you're like, oh god, it's like. You don't even know what your batting average is going to be. Like, what if, like, it, it doesn't even have to do with parenting. Like, some people turn out well and other people, uh, other people don't. Even, yeah. like, turning out yeah. well, you can, like, still be, like, annoying. Like, maybe you, like, are smart and, like, have a good job or something. And then it's like, but you suck to hang out with. And the, but yeah, you're, my or kid. you're boring. Yeah. Right. yeah. It, the, yeah. like, percentage of you being, like, a really good person, like, all the way around is, like, very slim. Yeah. And kids are pretty much like they start selfish and have to learn to care. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in the early days, you're dealing with an asshole. And that's the thing. I think you have to really, I don't, I think you have to really love kids and that process of pushing through. And I know I don't. And I think a lot of people also don't think about whether they do. It just feels like, well, you were married. Now we have a kid or, you know, that people don't stop to think about like, well, do you actually like kids and i don't know if for instance my friends with kids if it's just because i don't have kids maybe they're telling me a different version of the story however all the people i know with kids they don't seem happy about it they (laughs) love to complain so i'm like you're not selling it okay you're not you know what though think about like how you talk about how we talk about like comedy which is presumably something we like <laughs> all i do is complain about it yeah, yeah, yeah like i true. could see someone being like well then what the fuck are you doing <laughs> so i feel like it's probably like that i don't know uh, maybe but it's like a person who's yeah ass you i know have to and write. also like we are um we should all quit <laughs> we should all <laughs> if we wanted sure. to be happy we should quit but yeah yeah, yeah. that's fair yeah <laughs> oh my god should we uh i'm looking at the time should we sam do final segment whoa um sure we don't have to no i mean we should i, I mean it's, it's about time that time you're having fun that's i true. know that's i was like I, I was like maybe we should quit while we're ahead <laughs> If yeah. you try to enro- entangle me in another psychosexual game, no, this I feel a- like a fraud. <laughs> this one's an easy one. Um, this one's okay. an easy one, but we are going to kind of like um, blindside you with it because we did not prepare you. <laughs> George, okay. Okay. Will, will you explain it? You're so good at explaining the segments. I, I So first of all, I, something we normally do, I, I'm just now thinking, Naomi, is like, especially in earlier episodes, we would always like talk about the podcast as we were making it mm-hmm. and like check in and be like is this going well what are we doing here let's cut this whatever and one of the things that is uh very notable about this segment is that i personally do not like it and think i'm bad at it and sam and i have a back and forth where i always i'm like can we please stop doing this segment like i actually don't like it and sam's like but it's fun and then i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> and so the segment is called Shout Outs. And it's when we were like initially thinking of doing a podcast about trade culture, we thought it'd be funny to have like the final segment be like a radio TRL shout out of, of being like, what's up, listeners? I just want to give a quick shout out to XYZ. And then like that's kind of like. You know, it's like a, an ode to one of the one of the classic forms of straight culture, the radio yeah, shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is what it is. And uh, famously, we don't think of any of our topics ahead of time. So there's usually kind of a 30 second pause where we're both like, uh, yeah, people are kind of like, wait, did the podcast just end? Like, what's the silence? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, do you have one this week? Um, Sure. OK, sure. Should I go? Sure. Okay. Here I go. Um, what's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to my upstairs neighbor who has been practicing guitar the whole time we've been recording this episode. He is one of the most prolific performers of my building. He is always on that guitar. He is slaying it. He is getting experimental. There is never a time when he doesn't feel like playing. This guy is driven by his art, and I have to respect that. Hopefully it did not come through in the recording, but if it did, you're welcome. XOXO, Sam. Woo! Woo! That was All great. Right. Okay, I'll. I think. I mean, here goes. Here goes nothing. Um, what's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to the process of looking for an apartment in New York City. Woo! Let Woo! me tell you something, sweetie, hunty. <laughs> I recently decided I am moving because, as everybody knows, I live in a studio apartment with no functioning oven and a broken window that refuses to be fixed. And I think it is time that I look out there and embrace my destiny as someone with a functional kitchen and an apartment that is not depressing. And so what I did is I went on StreetEasy.com and then I put in my information and then started looking at apartments and guess what nothing makes sense promotional <laughs> pricing that is uh, uh you know uh, trying to trick me realtors with weird names and hair that's abnormal uh okay, contact what is information normal? that doesn't go anywhere no i mean like <laughs> two died okay okay <laughs> no, just I think it's just important to, you know, investigate what is normal in your mind. But keep going with your shout out. I promise I mean it in the most unproblematic way. Okay, Z Way's gonna fucking if I come were, for if you. If I were to explain it, it would be social justice. <laughs> <laughs> so we then, all need to like investigate like what is normal. And what? I okay. <laughs> And I you know, I've looked for apartments before and but this time there is an added bonus which I love, which is that why that we are in the middle of a global pandemic and that Woo! is something that makes me so horny and I just think <laughs> I am so excited to go into enclosed spaces with various realtors, look at bathrooms that also have an, you know, like a microwave in them for some reason and kind of just like explore the beautiful, gorgeous uh, neighborhoods in Brooklyn and, and move farther and farther away from Manhattan as I am, as I realize that I can't afford the neighborhoods I want to live in and then feel guilty about it because I'm in fact moving to different places where I am in fact now doing something I should not okay, be doing. Tick tock, tick tock. Uh, and so in that sense, I just love my play place in the system of real estate and uh, politics as it pertains you to the, the city of New York you the light. and the borough of Brooklyn. Thank you so much. Good night. <laughs> 
Wow, um, Naomi, we would oh, have you go, but George actually used up all the time, so we're going to have to cut fine, your segment. That is fine, honestly. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, oh. No, JK, you can uh, go whenever. I'm trying to think of something. I like was hoping I would have come up with something, but... And you know, um, that's why I kept going. I was like, I'm doing this for Naomi. <laughs> um, hey, everybody. Naomi here calling in from sunny Los Angeles, California. Woo! And I just want to say that I want to give a shout out to my local Target. Okay? Because Woo! somehow, okay, sometimes, somehow every time I go, they have TV. And they have PT paper towel. Oh. And it's just like so great to just have a place where you can get everything you need to wipe your butthole, to wipe your mouth hole. And it's just like so, so comforting to feel like, okay, no matter what happens, I can always do that. Um, it is also pretty cool that the Target is really strict about only letting in 20 people at a time. All right? Ooh. So you can really spread out. You can spread out. <laughs> because some of these people, they want to fight. They want to fight around here. It's like crazy. It's like if I'm in one section, don't come up behind me in that section. You will have to wait till I'm gone. We're in a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So and true. And so it just is so good to just have a place where you can just like keep space apart from people. Okay. Thanks so much. Woo! Wow. What a lovely range of shout outs. <laughs> we were all on a journey. Yeah. I I think that was incredible. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> I do like the idea that once you're in a Target, like once at this point, if you're in one of the sections, you are occupying that section. Like, yes, electronics yes. is mine. <laughs> I, I mean, right? Yeah. I remember being like a kid and watching like those VH1 shows about rich people and being like having like. Justin Timberlake rented out Prada to go shopping. Oh, and, yeah. and I remember being like, damn, that is the coolest thing. And now we all get to do that with the pandemic. We get to go yeah. in kind of privately. And that's, <laughs> you know, a beautiful and silver so lining of this incredible good. time. Uh, well, how do we all feel about the this episode? <laughs> Naomi, how do you it's, think that went? I think it went pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I came in, you know, with a little... Um, nervous, um, and yet I felt like we're doing good, you know, like <laughs> we're having a talk, we're managing to be present. I haven't eaten yet today, and that always throws oh, wow. me off, you know. Um, you know, what are you gonna eat you... right after we're done? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna, I'm ordering, you know, at this point it is 3 p.m., and it will be breakfast and lunch. Um, uh-huh. so I'm gonna probably have like a little quesadilla action. Yum. I just love Lucasia. Lucasia, so easy. Buy some Monty Jack. Oh, I I had tacos for lunch. Why not? I love it. Do you know what the best thing is? Making a quesadilla, putting an egg on top. George, girl, who you tell it? Fry that egg on top. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this. And then you take the hot sauce and you say, "I'm going to put that on top of it." Yes. I've never heard of this. It's so good. <laughs> I've never heard of this. I mean, talk about a, a breakfast lunch combo. Oh, I love Some, that. I you love know, it. Brunch. Brunch, one could say. <laughs> a brunch quesadilla, exactly. And exactly. if you have an avocado? Well, honey. I mean now you're just now you're just high rolling. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you at this enough. point I am levitating. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, wow. Well, this has been incredible. Thank you so much, Naomi. I hope Naomi. we didn't shower you with too many compliments, and then I hope we didn't pull the rug out from under you too hard. Well, you know, uh, again, you know, I say you keep me young, you know, mm. this also kept me humble, you know, to really <laughs> come in saying so funny, and then 
to just for George to be over it. You know, the I moment know. I started speaking. And listen, it, so it, is, cool. it is time for me to come clean and say that the reason I maybe looked weird is because I got a text from someone that said I didn't I couldn't fully read it, but it said something podcast and then in all caps sucks. And then I was oh. like, oh. Is this about like what we're doing? Like yeah. I was so confused. It was about a different podcast. Oh, thank God! <laughs> oh, thank do God. you mind? Um, go ahead and name the podcast and, and who sent the text. <laughs> yeah, we all have to know what's up. Uh, okay, all right. Um, all right. Naomi, okay. always a pleasure. You guys are wonderful. Um,